So Rhea Ripley made her choice uh, basically 48 hours after she won the Women's Royal Rumble for 2023. She made her choice that she will be facing Charlotte Flair um, at WrestleMania 39 in Los Angeles. This, of course, continues the ongoing rivalry that they've been having uh, throughout the years. And basically, a lot of people, even JD from NY206 and just Alex, um, have said it's com- it's basically becoming a full circle uh, moment uh, here. Because need we not remember, or need we forget, that uh, heading into WrestleMania a couple of years ago, Rhea Ripley was the NXT Women's Champion. And she's the one that called out Charlotte Flair because Charlotte Flair had won the 2020 uh, Women's uh, Royal Rumble. She had won the 2020 Women's Royal Rumble. So uh, Rhea was the one that called Charlotte out. She was the one that called Charlotte out to face her, basically, um, at WrestleMania. She basically wanted Charlotte to cash in her Royal Rumble title shot on her, which Charlotte did. Now, of course, that cost Rhea the NXT Championship to Charlotte, but then that went back, I think, to Rhea, uh, courtesy of a triple threat match between Charlotte, Rhea, and Io at the NXT In Your House later that year. Uh, Point being, uh, Rhea has not really had that much success against Charlotte. Even when Rhea went to the main roster, became the Raw Women's Champion at WrestleMania, I think the first person she lost that title to was Charlotte. So she's not really been, um, you know, batting, you know, very well. She hasn't been scoring Hail Marys against uh, Charlotte uh, throughout the years. So... With that said, so with that said, as I was mentioning, because I wanted to make sure I got all the information correct, um, basically it didn't. Basically, she hasn't been batting very well when it comes to facing Charlotte. So with her finally, you know, on a third attempt, because I think it was like two out of the three you know, recent years, she was like in the final two or something like that, final three of the Royal Rumble, she finally won it. And this time around, instead of challenging Bianca, which a lot of people thought she would do based on the history there, the recent storyline history, instead she's going to go after Charlotte, thus making it, like I said, a full circle, um, I guess you could say full circle um, transition. And the reason, you know, the reason a lot of people, are, you know, they're kind of like on the fence about it, but I think are going to start warming up to it, especially after, you know, hearing what others like JD and Alex and even people like Brian Alvarez and Dave Meltzer and, you know, people like Brian Zane and Sean Ross Sapp are going to say. Um, you know, in a way, storyline wise and legit wise, it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. Because, you know, the the entire thing about, you know, the women's evolution, you know, which started back in 2016, 17, the whole thing about it was having the women 
you know, evolve throughout the years. And Rhea is a, you know, prime example of evolving from where she was, you know, when she first appeared in the Mae Young Classic to her being the NXT uh, UK champion and the NXT uh, women's champion to now being where she's at uh, currently with the Judgment Day. She is a prime example of evolving and learning uh, from her past mistakes. And with her calling out Charlotte and saying, hey, you're the one I'm going to face at um, at WrestleMania this year, storyline-wise, it makes a lot of sense because Charlotte this time is not going to be walking into the ring with the same Rhea Ripley she walked into the ring with previous times before, and, and including the last time they met at WrestleMania. This time around, she's walking into the ring with a Rhea Ripley that pretty much is being compared to the likes of China, you know, because of the way she's been presented, the way she has grown, the way she is be, she, the way she is basically, you know, um, I guess there's no way around to say it, you know, showcasing her legit badassness or her legit badassery. Uh, that's probably what she is outside of WWE and off camera. She is legitimately portraying that on camera for the world to see. And this is a Rhea Ripley now that welcomes the fight. So it's, it's, so the way I look at this match, and I even super chatted this to Alex on Monday doing his Raw review, uh, and he was talking about it. I told Alex honestly in the super chat because a lot of fans, when they heard this was going to happen, like I said, some were mixed about it, some were okay about it. And those that were okay about it, and even somewhat mixed, said uh, pretty much in their own ways that if she's going to do this, she's got to go to WrestleMania and do the Charlotte Flair, what Brock Lesnar did to John Cena you know, several years ago at SummerSlam, and that's basically run right through her. Because remember... This was like I think the second time John and Brock had met since he since Brock Lesnar returned uh, in 2012, and we got to remember that first match back he had with John in the Extreme Rules he lost. Here, you know, a couple years later, three or four years later, they rectified that, and he ran rough shot over John. He basically squashed him, treated him like a jobber, an enhancement talent, and you know, upon hearing that Charlotte is going to challenge, not Charlotte, but upon hearing that Rhea is going to challenge Charlotte, you know, this year at WrestleMania, and this, is an, and this being a completely different Rhea, basically a, bad, a legit badassery, you know, Rhea than we've ever seen, you know, a lot of people believe that this Rhea has to do to Charlotte what Brock did a couple of years later at SummerSlam, what he did to John. Basically they basically they're saying as soon as that bell rings, Rhea has to obliterate Charlotte. She has to run over her. She has to basically treat her like she is enhancement. She is a jobber. That she is basically no longer, you know, the standard bearer of the women's division, whether it's raw, SmackDown or overall, period. You know, basically that's what they feel she needs to do. And you know what? I agree with them. I agree with them. And when Alex read that, he 
just the way his reaction was, he agrees too. The fact is, if you're going to cement this version of Rhea Ripley as being the legit badass she is in and outside of WWE's rings and in and outside, you know, on and off WWE's uh, cameras, if you will, if you're going to legitimately do that, you know, under the Triple H watch, you know, she has to go in there and she has to run rough shot over Charlotte. And the, and the story you could tell with Charlotte, you know, is you could have Charlotte agree. No, well, she has no choice but to agree. She, you know, because you know she was chosen. But you could have maybe from a story aspect, have her and Rhea not only officially sign for the match, even though it's official period, uh, because Rhea chose her. But you can have a stipulation added that if Charlotte wants another shot at the title, she either has to come out and admit what everybody knows is true about her getting all these previous 14 reigns. Or she has to agree that the only way she gets a rematch is that she legitimately earns it by beating a certain amount of opponents throughout, like, let's say the next month or two, you know, after Mania. That, that to me, that to me is a story you could tell because then when you look at it from Charlotte's side of things, she's going to be in a, she's going to be in a situation where she's like, she, you know, she's not used to it. She's not used to having to earn her way. She's used to having everything handed to her. And now she's got to basically, if they go with that second option, beat certain opponents to get back to that scenario. And heck, you can add, you can have Rhea add the stipulation that one slip up and Charlotte has to start all over again. It's back to square one. You know, so to me, you can tell an interesting story on from Charlotte's perspective that if she loses... She either, to get a rematch, has to admit what everybody knows is true, and, she's, and that is that she's had everything handed to her on a silver platter because of, her, of who her dad is, or she has to agree to face certain opponents you know, throughout the next month or two, or a couple of months, to get another shot at the title, and, and if she slips up just once, she has to start all over again. So, yeah, you, could, you got... So, to me, WWE, Triple H, they have an interesting... A scenario right here when it comes to Rhea and Charlotte. The one scenario is you have Rhea go in there, which everybody's expecting, and run roughshod over Charlotte. Basically do to her what Brock Lesnar did to John Cena at SummerSlam a couple of years ago. And in turn, you could tell a story from Charlotte's behalf of either she has to admit the truth of, he's, of her being Ric Flair's daughter, being the reason she's gotten everything handed to her, or you have her agree to face different opponents throughout the next several months to get another shot at the title because of the fact that, you know, she has to now legitimately prove she is worthy. So, you know, there's, there's different, you know, ways you can go with this on both sides of the spectrum, but the primary direction that they should go with Rhea in this match with Charlotte is she has to be put into a position based on how she is being presented now she has to be put into a position of she is legitimately going to go in that ring at WrestleMania in Los Angeles in front of a sold-out crowd of 70, 80 plus. Who you know? Who knows how many is going to you know pack that uh, SoFi Stadium? Go in there, and as soon as that bell rings, just run rough shot and obliterate Charlotte. You know, treat her like I said, like Lesnar treated Cena. You know, from start to finish, you become a champion. And then, may, and then, from a storyline perspective for Charlotte, make her probably come to the realization 
that, yeah, she's good, but if it wasn't for the fact that she was Ric Flair's daughter, maybe she wouldn't be, uh, basically been so despised the way she was. And in the case of her match with Rhea, wouldn't have been on the receiving end of a, such a beating in the process of losing her title to where she would have to either admit the truth to get a rematch or work her way back up legitimately. But yeah, I think, again, the overall consensus, though, with the match and its outcome from beginning to start, well, from start to finish, beginning to end, Rhea Ripley's got to go over, got to go over in the match, no doubt, but she's got to go over by obliterating Charlotte Flair in the same way Brock Lesnar obliterated Cena at SummerSlam. But let me know what your thoughts are, guys. Do you think that's the direction they, they should go? Do you think they should, you know, they should let Mommy, um, you know, go over in that way? I think they should. I think it not only would make Rhea be built as the legitimate badass that she is now, right now, in and out of the ring, but it would really put her over as, like, the big, one of the biggest threats, if not the biggest threat in the women's division, outside of the likes of Asuka and maybe Nia Jax and so on. But let me know what your thoughts are, guys. Comment below, live chat during the premiere. You will get a podcast version of this in the, you know, at my BW Roses Discussions podcast platform and all your favorite audio podcast locations except for Pandora. So, yeah, let me know what your guys' thoughts are. And until next time, I am out.